from the banks of the Avon, welcome to Black Sheep Rebranded, the place where you never have to worry about fitting in or being accepted. All are welcome. The voice for that black sheep in all of us is Rick Sherwood. Here, he shares his views on today's issues. Everything. Nothing is off limits. His insights come not only from his years as a psychotherapist, but also his many life experiences. Do you have something that you want to hear his take on? Find us on Facebook, where Black Sheep Rebranded. Email Rebecca at rstherapygroup.com Rick at rstherapygroup.com or visit our website at blacksheeprebranded.ca And now, here's Rick. I wonder what he'll talk about today. Oh my God, did you hear that? Monday, Monday. It was all it could be. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure the mamas and the papas, when they wrote that song back in the 60s, they were doing what a lot of other people were doing in the 60s, and they they were truly under the influence of something to go, oh my God, Monday, Monday, it's going to be all it promises itself to be. Which for a lot of people is not a good promising thing. People go, oh my God, it's Monday. Oh my God, it's only three days to the weekend. Oh my God, it's Sunday. Monday's going to come tomorrow. That's a lot of people. A lot of people just, they, they live for the weekend. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God the weekend's almost here. It's hump day. It's Wednesday, folks. We can make it. We can make it to the end. That song, Monday, Monday, if you actually go through the lyrics, it's quite a satirical play on on the beginning of the week and and, and what what it is for a lot of people. Today, I'm going to touch a lot more. I'm going to delve a little bit deeper into seasonal affect disorder and and what people who truly are negatively impacted by seasonal affect disorder feel, what is in their gut, what is in their core, was that sentiment when I just abruptly ended that song went, oh, God. It is a sense of the world is horrible. Every day is a Monday. Every day is raining. There is no such thing as sunshine. Nothing good is going to happen. The sun is leaving me. Folks, if you live far enough into the Northern Hemisphere or the Southern Hemisphere, when you lose that sunlight, people flock towards the equator. The, the Southern people flock north. The Northern people flock south. Anything to get that sunlight, that vitamin D, anything to get that, that sunny weather. You go away for a couple weeks and people go, how was the weather? What was it? Tell me about the weather. How warm was it? Oh, sunny blue skies. Are, oh, thank God. Seasonal affect disorder affects people so that every single day they sit there and they go, ugh, life sucks. I'm having the best financial year of my life, but oh my God, I can't. 
it is a real situation that people struggle with, and they struggle with it in varying degrees. It was ironic years ago when I worked in long-term care when I first graduated uh, in, in 2010 with my Bachelor of Social Work. I worked in some, some nursing homes, and one of the things that I did, uh, those homes used a program called Point-Click Care, and it had a, a, all kinds of a beautiful charting and data that you could go in there and you could mine and you could sift out to, to find out. And it was really interesting, this one home that was really progressive about trying to understand how to make the residents of those homes to have a better life. And I was able to actually go back through data long before I had ever walked into the facility, but that PSWs and RPNs and RNs and, and recreational staff and everybody else had been charting and this bit of data that was in the background and we could actually see that there was a distinct difference between people who simply, the exact same floor, same staff, same everything, but their windows were south-facing. And so in the, in the summertime or in the wintertime, they got more light. When, when they had more exposure to light, more exposure to happy things, happy feelings from the outside... They were actually happier than the people who lived directly across the hall on the north facing. We had in this one building, we had one wing that faced, so it was either east-west. It was ironic. I, their moods were consistent. They weren't seasonally adjusted, but it was an L-shaped building. Then the windows that were north and south facing, the south facing they actually stayed more consistent year-round in their mood than the north-facing windows. And so it was a, ma a, a major little aha moment to be able to go back and look at a chart where you saw this wave of seasonal affect disorder, where you saw more behaviors, more, more people who were upset. And it wasn't simply because I went in and, and again, I mined out this data and it wasn't because the same people, because people pass away, people move rooms. But as a norm, the people in those north-facing windows coming into the fall and coming into winter generally were more unhappy. Again, it was over years that I was able to gather this data. It wasn't simply in that one moment those one set of people, that one group of people, this was, again, across three floors of the building, residents living on the second, third, and fourth floor, and, again, east to west, really didn't change a whole lot. North to south, absolutely. It was by, fear, by complete coincidence that the building was designed that way, and but it was one of these things where, where you know, trying to figure out like why, because I would go and see people and they would be happy for two thirds of the year. And then, and I would go, is this seasonal affect disorder? So then I started looking at data and looking at, so then we were able to then get the rec staff in that facility, put a more concerted effort into getting these people a more natural light, more sunshine, more white light in their room so that it felt brighter and more exposure to other things outside of those rooms had a huge impact on that one, one long-term care facility. And we, we are very much products of that. 
guy that I talked to the other day, seasonal affect disorder, lovely human being. He's learned an awful lot about himself. And he said, you know, it's August. I'm, I'm going to soon be coming in. Can you book me for a couple months from now? Yep, absolutely. Which is exactly what we did. And so I will get to a point later this fall and early winter where I'm talking to him every two weeks, every week and a half, maybe even every week, because he will be so miserable, so irritable. But what has happened over the years of me talking to him is that consistent in your face talking every week to, to two weeks will be maybe a month, maybe six weeks long, where when I first met him, well, that's what we did for two years. And then we got into this place where, first of all, he was just simply in a better headspace. And then we understood about the seasonal affect disorder. And so now I haven't talked to him for three months. I talked to him. He has the self-awareness to go. I need to tap in to my resource, which is me. And so this is the direction we're going. You don't fight it. You simply go, this is what I need to do. And this is one of these things where, you know, like I said, that, that song, it's a beautiful song, Monday, Monday, by the Mamas and the Papas. It, it's been out and it's been, it's been being played longer than I've been alive. It really is a beautiful song. But again, if you go to the lyrics of that, and unfortunately, there's another thing that happens as people sequester themselves away in dark places, hoping for their mood to change, hoping for their world to change. And that isn't going to happen. We have to be front and center as, as you know, that client that I was just talking about is where you become aware. And once you become aware, you become proactive to make the change. You become proactive to go, I can deny this all day long, but denying it doesn't make it real. The fact is, this is real. The fact is, I need to do something and I need to change something. The fact is, it's a fact. So what am I going to do? How am I going to change this? What will I do? When will I do it? Why will I do it? These are all things that first of all, as with that client, we have to learn and understand that long circadian rhythm of, of mood if it is seasonal affect disorder. We have to learn what it means for you to go through the seasonal changes and not only what it means to you, but what it means for your, your, your world, the people around you. You know, for me, it's, it's a very interesting thing because... One of the things as as the day goes on, I have so many lush green plants in my in my office, and I have them in my office because I I love that greenery. If you see see our property, it's it's full of greenery, it's full of life. It's full of all kinds of different plants. And that helps to nurture me and to feed me. Maybe it's my European or English heritage. Maybe it's Celtic history. Maybe it's German. Maybe who knows what it is. But that that Heinz 57 that makes me who I am, plants, they nurture, they give, they grow. 
For us to understand that means that what we need to do is we need to be responsible for changing our world. A number of years ago, I remember a young man, and he said to me, all right, so I'm depressed. I said, well, that's what you had thought you were, and, and it sounds to me like you are. And so he said, so perhaps medication would help me. And I said, yes. And he said to me, all right, great. I'm going to call my doctor. And when my doctor prescribes me a medication, and then when the medication starts to make me feel better, then I'll agree to leave my bedroom. And I said, dude, that's not the way the medication works. We have to be responsible for changing our view. We have to be responsible for changing the venue that we're in. We have to be responsible for the things in our environment. And we have to be responsible to the best degree that we can to how and when and why we're doing the things that we're doing. We, we need to be responsible for that. As with this song, right, the Mamas and the Papas, Monday, Monday, we can all sit there and go, oh, Especially a Tuesday after a long weekend, we've just had three days off, and then we come back, we go, oh. It's an ironic thing. At times in my life, I could very much empathize and sympathize with anybody because I didn't like going back to work because I didn't enjoy either who I worked with, where I worked, the people that ran the place, the job itself, I didn't enjoy the directions I was going. And then there are other times that no day ever seemed like a Monday, Monday, because my environment was changed. Who I was around changed. What was inspiring me changed. And anybody who knows me knows that if there's two things that are true about me, one is I'm a hopeful uh, person, period, uh, because without hope, I, I could not do the job that I do. And that's number one. And number two, I'm also very much a hopeful romantic. I I, I very much, uh, there's there's a young lady who, uh, her name skips my mind at, at this second, who I've, I've heard her um, read a lot of her poetry just on little reels, uh, Facebook, or and on other things that people have sent me. And, and really, she she really has such a beautiful a beautiful tone within her voice to go with this poetry. But but the the words, the symmetry in the words, the picture that she plays out is so beautiful. And this is this is a world that there isn't enough of that. And so again, we're heading into seasonal affect disorder season. We're heading into, you know, the changes. And we're also heading into a time when, you know, people will, you know, and, and, and you will see it. The, the, the stores, uh, middle of August, and I saw Halloween decorations. It's two and a half months away, folks. I, I, I don't need to buy them today. Maybe a month from now, maybe six weeks from now, but not today. And I mentioned that to somebody and they said, oh, they saw skids of Christmas stuff in a store waiting to be to be unpacked. They were still shrunk wrapped and they were still there and they were still, you know, waiting. It's just, again, one of those things. One of those things where the world is in this 
this this panic, and I mean this true panic, this panic to change and do things, to make the world move faster. We don't need the world to move faster. What we need is to do something to make our worlds better for us, slower for us. And we need to be the essence of that change. And we can be people. Folks, this is Lindsay L. Waiting on the world to change. She does a beautiful cover on this song. we keep waiting on the world to change we don't have the power we don't have the knowledge we don't have the the understanding the one of the things that is so important about seasonal affect disorder is to understand it's real and understand there are things that can be done in your environment to make it better and you don't have to have seasonal affect disorder so badly that you become a miserable human being or that you stay curled up in bed for weeks. But it's understanding that as the seasons change, your mood also has the potential and quite likely does change. And so, stop waiting. Stop waiting on the world to change, folks. Be the power. Be the change. Be the mechanism to make the change. So do this. Do this for you. Do this for your, your, your world. Do this for the people who you love. Do this because you can be the change and you can make your world different. Maybe. You have to make some big changes. But you can make changes to change your mood. Again, I've done a lot of different things in my world. I've gotten paychecks for being a millerite, being a machinist, being a truck driver. I decided to not wait anymore. people be your change y'all have a wonderful day take care
Thanks again for everybody here at Black Sheep Rebranded, from everybody that uh, makes this show a success, and most importantly, thanking you, our listeners, our, our listeners from around the world. We cannot thank you enough. And so please, again, for those who are struggling with mental health, please reach out and, and talk to somebody. Hopefully these podcasts have given you some hope and some, some ways to approach life a little bit differently. For the people who are simply enjoying the show, we appreciate those people as well. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on uh, Instagram, follow us on social media, follow us on uh, wherever you can find us. And, and yes, I say Instagram, we aren't there quite yet, but we are getting there. And again, please like us, follow us, and uh, give us your feedback. We really, we can't do this show without you, and we can't thank you enough for it. And also, just keep in mind, the show is proprietary, so all the ideas uh, generated in this show and, and the concepts that are, are out there are ours. And uh, so please, respect them, respect yourselves, respect the planet, and uh, respect each other. Have yourselves a wonderful day, and again, thank you very much for tuning in to Black Sheep, and uh, we look forward to chatting again real soon. Thanks. Bye-bye.